I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Uncover Your Magic. I am, I know I say this every week, but I'm so excited for you to meet my guest today. Her name is Julie Jancis. I began probably, gosh, two or three years ago listening to her podcast called Angels and, and the Awakening. And Awakening. Angels and Awakening. And uh, I just, it's her her voice, you'll hear what I'm saying. She's like an angel. And when you realize what her story is and how she got to be where she is today, um, it's definitely her soul's path. Like her mission is, she's doing her her mission on this earth and you'll feel it in her energy. She's authentic. She's real. And, you know, she's had this podcast for, gosh, I want to like three or four years and has such a following, has these classes that I'm so drawn to, you'll hear about in the interview. But, you know, the thing about her is we'll all be able to relate. We'll understand like, gosh, we're all made this way. We're all, you know, on this journey together. We're all one. You know, she just ignited her gifts one day. And we'll go into that, but you will love her story. You will start listening to Angels in Awakening. I bought her book and even shared it with some friends because I love it so much. And it's a workbook. So it's something that you can, you know, use as a tool. But I really think you will love her like I do. But before we get going on this episode, you know, people like this are highly sought after guests. And that's why I always say thank you so much for subscribing and rating and reviewing. I've had such a great response to this podcast is like sometimes kind of blows my mind when at the beginning, I didn't really know why I was doing this podcast. And now, you know, going on, it'll be three years in April, seeing really like why I'm doing it, because I'm sharing these people and what I'm learning. And it's just, it's like taking my spiritual growth to the next level. When I get to interview these amazing people that have discovered their gifts and want to share it with the world. And I want to share it with you. So if you haven't already subscribed and you're just now learning about uncover your magic, I would love that. I would love to hear from you. I would love to have you review it on Apple podcast or anywhere you can review a podcast and send me a message, screenshot it, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend. It's just so important. You know, I realized too, I used to be the person that would share, like I would share Julie's podcast with friends and now I get to have her on my podcast 
and to share her with everybody is a gift to me. And I realize that's part of having a podcast is it is such a gift. And I'm so honored to have kept going and to be able to share these people that really mean a lot to me and that have changed my life. And Julie is definitely one of those people for sure. Top at one of the top of the list has she's changed my life. Anyway, um, anyway, I just want to thank you. We're, you know, we're going into the holidays. I'm getting ready to my wait list for my classes are going on and we start January and new year. We'll do our, you know, vision board parties and get that going. So if you want to sign up for that, we'll do those on zoom as well as at home. So if you're in San Diego, we will be having vision board parties at our house. You can bring your kids, just connect with me and let me know. And I'll put you on our waiting list. I have a few dates in mind, but right now I'm just creating a waiting list to see the interest. And as far as, you know, the new year coming, I get excited for, I see my growth spiritually and is like taking on a whole different level. (laughs) I never even, I look back sometimes It's sometimes it's hard for me to go back and listen to episodes from like two years ago. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, Ashley, like you were, you know, but it's all growth, right? We're all growing. So I don't look back at it as and think, you know, Oh my gosh, Ashley, listen to your, you know, questions or, you know, where were you? It's now I look at it like it's all, we're all growing. I don't care what stage you're at. You know, we just know that we're here to grow and expand and it, it's exciting an exciting time. Like to think of we're going into 2023. And if you've listened to any of the past episodes that I've had and have heard people talking about what we're, where we're going and what their view is and what they've seen or, you know, envisioned or have been channeling, we're in some exciting times. And if you can live in that place of allowing and being aware of what we're experiencing and being in the high vibration, like I always talk about and seeing the magic every day, uh, gosh, you know, magic the other day, yesterday, I was walking on the boardwalk, to, you know, a half hour away after I dropped Presley off at her crew um, practice. And I'm walking, listening to a podcast to a girl that I'm actually interviewing in a couple of weeks. And I get so excited to study. So I'm focused and I'm walking on the boardwalk. It's a beautiful day. And I look up and I see a girl that I went to high school with and grew up with. And I look who lives in Seattle, like out of the blue, like, you know, what random coincidence, no coincidences, by the way. But I'm just, I'm telling you this. And I looked over and I thought, oh my gosh, I said her name. We talked and got to catch up, but it was, we were both in shock, but it was like, I was open. I was aware. I was looking. I always say that to the girls, like, keep your eyes up, see the magic every day. I mean, it could give me tears thinking that was a magic moment. And if I didn't have my head up and I wasn't aware of the beautiful surroundings and, you know, in nature that we get to be witness of every single day, I would have missed that opportunity, that magic moment. So my wish for everyone is to realize how important our vibration is, how important coming from love is, how important finding something to be happy about, finding that place and just sitting in it and realizing when you're not in it, find it again, (laughs) find that place again, because that's really where we're going. 
living in, you know, we talk about 3D, 4D, 5D, and I'm doing all this study on that right now, but we can be living in that higher vibrational place right now, but it's being, you just need to be focused on how to keep yourself happy. That's, that's how simple it is. Find what makes you happy. Listen to a song, go out in nature, you know, watch something funny. I don't know. Find something that makes you happy. Get to that vibration and live in that place because that's really where we're going. And I want you to be on that train because it's fun. And that's what really life is about right now. And when you hear Julie today, you're going to realize like, talk about happy. Like she just listening to her voice is going to make you happy. So anyway, find me on my website, connect with me through my email, Instagram, all Ashley Goner, ashleygonner at gmail.com. And um, I would love to hear from you, but thank you all again for listening every week. It means the most to me. So please welcome this beautiful soul who has come into my life and she doesn't even know it, Julie Jancis to the show. Welcome, Julie. Oh, Ashley, thank you so much for, for having me on today. It's such a blessing. Oh, it is such a blessing. And I want you to know like where I come from you in my life. It's probably been three years that I've listened to your podcast. It's in my library. It comes up when I push library. Yours, the probably one of the four that I see every day when I'm trying to pick a podcast to listen to when I go on my meditation run or walk with my dogs. And so I've always been in tune to you. And then I got bought your book. And then I asked you on the podcast. That's where then I said, you know, I'm just going to ask her. Who knows? And then it was a yes. And I said, okay, there's a reason for this. She's supposed to be in my life. I'm going to get to have this one-on-one time with her. And then I buy the book and I share some of your books with my friends. I send that to them. And I just really, there's something that is resonating with me. And I know that, I mean, you say in your book, you know, that those feelings of emotion and the chills and the goosebumps is like you're listening to your angels or speaking to you and all that. But before we get so into everything that you can share and teach everybody and everything that you have inside of this beautiful body of yours that you could share, that you're put on this planet to share, will you explain to people your story? I mean, I could sit here in the intro and tell them, okay, this is what I I know it all by heart, but it's such an amazing, just a beginning to your journey. And it wasn't that long ago. And I think I mean, you did as a child have these gifts too, without knowing really what they were. But until you hit this moment in your time, in your life in 2015 is when I see when the and you uncovered your magic. That's yes. why I love the title. It's like, Julie Chances uncovered her magic August 5th when it started happening in 2015. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so perfect. Because that's literally what happened. In my career, I had been working my whole life because my family was kind of like, fly the nest. And if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. So I knew that early on. And I had been working since I was 14 years old, had worked my way up to age 33 in a corporate office, had the title I wanted, had a team working for me had the salary I wanted. On paper, societal standard wise, I had reached everything that I wanted to reach and was on track to the top of that industry. And yet within 
my physical body felt the most unfulfilled I had ever felt, felt the most unsatisfied and really wanted something else, but really felt stuck because I didn't know what way to go or what to do. And so my dad, I was from his first marriage. He was on his third marriage when he passed. And my dad was a really fun guy. He had so many amazing qualities to him. He would love this podcast. He would be on it with me, doing this with me. God bless his heart. But he had a lot of fun with the ladies. And I caught him cheating on my mom when I was in third grade and held a very strong moral bounds of sticking up for my mom back then. And we tried to come back together. I loved him incredibly. Justin loved his actions. And God bless her heart, his his third wife just thought I was a bad kid, right? He passed away August 5th, 2015. She did not call our family to let us know. And I'm glad that it worked out that way because had she called us, I would not have come into my spiritual gifts because on the day that he passed, I kept hearing, you know, we all have that inner voice within us, that internal dialogue that chatters away, but we also have the intuition within us as well. And I heard every morning She needs a hairbrush like I used when I would brush my daughter's hair before school. It repeated so many times within that month that I didn't know that he was gone that it got to the point where my consciousness separated. And I had gone my entire life thinking I was my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions. And I remember having a thought, this isn't me. What is this voice talking about? I have only used a big old paddle brush in my entire life. What hairbrush is this voice talking about? I must be going crazy. That was my next thought. (laughs) So fast forward a month, September 5th, 2015. I'm at work. I'm in a meeting. My sister calls on repeat over and over again. You know, it's never good when somebody's calling over and over again. And uh, she goes, dad's passed. And immediately out of my third eye, I see him brushing my hair as a child in our bathroom. And he's using, I don't know if you show this live, but we're on video. Yeah, we have a YouTube. Okay. So it's like a wooden handlebar brush with these boars-like bristles. And it clicked. She needs a hairbrush like I used. This was the most synonymous, I think that's the right word, thing to my dad, this hairbrush, because it was his hairbrush. It was so unique to him. And he was right. My kid has his hair. She needed a hairbrush like he used. So thank goodness I was in a room at the time with a coworker who was very much open to mediumship. And she said, you have to learn how you're connecting. And I did. Long story short, I was in a very intensive uh, Reiki program, learning energy healing, which is supposed to be silent. I get into my first volunteer session and there's these angels, guides, and loved ones surrounding 
my volunteer bringing through messages. So I wave over the teacher. I'm like telling her, there's people here on the other side. She said, bring through whatever you have to bring through. And I did. And it was the start of this journey. One part I want to understand is once your coworker said you need to find this, are you just like in on the computer Googling? How do I like what Reiki healing? No, I was from a very religious family and you don't touch this. You know, um, I went to Catholic school growing up. And then when my parents separated, big old mega Catholic uh, Christian church. And so actually I went to the dentist and at the dentist, (laughs) somehow the story came up and she goes, I know the perfect person you have to reach out to. And so she gave me the contact information for somebody and I started like learning from bigger spiritual teachers right away. Right. And you, so you're married at this time, you have your daughter who's what, in preschool? Yep. And you have this corporate job. And now you're like, there has to be there. You just, it was your, this is something now that you have to go, you have to go down this yellow brick road. You have to keep, now the breadcrumbs are like, you have to keep picking them up. Yes. Yes. You have to. Well, and that's what life is, right? We all get these nuggets of information and Somewhere along the way, though, I stopped listening to myself. I stopped listening to my intuition. And I developed this habit in high school, in my 20s, in my young 30s, of when I needed to make a decision in my life about my life, I would call my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my life coach, my sister, my best friend, and ask for all these like seven different people's opinions. What do you think I should do? And Spirit had to walk me through a process about the first six, seventh, eight months after my dad passed of stopping that. Stop asking everybody else for their opinion on what you should do with your life. You know within yourself better than anybody else. Because when you tune into your own inner guidance system, your own inner wisdom, that's where you're connecting with your higher self, your angels, your loved ones, God. And what does God want for your life? And and listening to that was a process of really learning how to step out of that egoic mind, the fear, the self-doubt, and really returning home to my soul self. When you come from a Catholic mindset and start to open your eyes to God, who I feel like the way you describe it, because I know how you describe it, but Catholic, because my husband grew up Catholic and we've had a lot of conversations because my I didn't, so understanding that. But when you come from that belief and you go into what you believe now and what you've been shown, because explain God, explain how you see God. I, I mean, the way I loved yeah. what you said in the book was picture God as the sun and the mm-hmm. rays of his light of the sun's light are the angels. And it's, and I just love that. I know you can call it God's source, you know, one, explain that to the listeners, how you see that. Well, it's interesting because a lot of people come to me and say, Julie, um, aren't there bad angels? You know, the devil was an angel who fell and I, I have done thousands upon thousands upon thousands of sessions 
I've never seen someone, a loved one on the other side, loved ones and angels always come through in my sessions, have never found a loved one that was in hell ever. And, and so when I talk to the other side, I get in a meditative state and I channel through what it is that they have to say. And it's nothing weird. I don't talk in another voice. It's just very peace filled. And what they said is there aren't any bad angels. That was all kind of a story made up to help control population here on earth. There aren't any negative angels. Angels are direct extensions of God's energy. So if you think about yourself in your life, you are a wife. That is a role. You are mom. You are teacher here on your podcast. You are coworker. You are friend. You are sister. You have all these different roles. And the way that you're personality comes through, how you live is different in your role as mother than it is as best friend or daughter, right? Right. And in the same way, God's energy is so multifaceted. And the way that God wants to help us here is so multifaceted. And so the angels were developed with roles, responsibilities, ways that they are here to serve us in our life, guide us in our life. And once we understand those different roles of the angels, we can really tune in and access their guidance so much more, which makes our life easier. But angels are nothing negative. They are God's energy embodied as an angel for the purpose that God intends that energy. So, so yeah, you can look at it like God is the sun and the rays of energy coming off of the sun are angels. They're just direct extensions of God. And, um, like Archangel Michael is always helping you with your thoughts, right? If you have self-doubt, if you have fear, Michael is right there to help you with those thoughts. If you're really trying to put together the puzzle pieces of your life, you don't know which step to take next. Raziel is always there. And so I really channeled the book out to show people how they get into the vibration of oneness, which is God's energy, in order to be able to access their intuition, talk to the angels. And then the rest of the book is who the angels are, like an angel dictionary. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I love it. So yeah. when, at the beginning of the book, when you talk about the the first, the oneness and explaining people, I was reflecting it on my life, like the last... I mean, I started this podcast in 2020 with, you know, I have two children. I don't, I mean, you know, with busy, that was a, an inspired thought. It it was something that I listened to and said yes to. And the next day, my husband said, you're crazy. You have no time. That's one more thing. You're not going to finish. And I thought, oh, and then the girls got the COVID came into place. That was March. Two days after I said, yes, they um, were locked, came home. So I said, that's why. I said, yes, I have all this time now, but, um, you know, I look at the last three years of my life, meeting people like you, not like you, I'm building to you as I go from 2020 to 2022, I'm building my oneness understanding. I mean, I grew up spiritual. I've done all my personal development, always a seeker, 
you know, went to every seminar, read every book, was at the library and Barnes and Noble, you know, that was always my, I love, I was a seeker. And so now I'm reading your book and I'm understanding the oneness because I live the oneness now. Mm-hmm. And I'm now understanding because I'm ready for the angels. And I always do the angels. I mean, I have my angel cards, my, uh, the girls, I teach my girls how to talk to the angels. I said, you got to ask all the, I know the archangel, all the, I've, I've done, do you know who Belinda Womack is? I've heard of the name before. She was on the podcast and she kind of opened my eyes because she channels the 12 archangels. How wonderful. So that kind of was a little pinnacle in my life in the podcast time. So that opened a lot. But um, when I go to understanding now, there's 32 or 37.2 trillion cells in our body. And you say there's 37.2 trillion angels around us. Yes. I've never heard that before. Well, a lot of times people, there's different choirs of angels, right? You could say there's different groups of angels. And again, those groups all have various different reasons, roles, purposes. The reason and purpose behind the cherub angels, and if you remember back to paintings, a lot of those angels look small like toddlers, and they are small, but they're even smaller than that. And what the cherubs say is that their energy is as small as the cell within your body, which we can't see, right? right? With our physical eye. And they said, just as you have 37.2 trillion cells within your body, you have more than 37.2 trillion molecules of energy surrounding the body. And they are that small where they keep open this energy between us here and the other side so that you can get into oneness. So here on earth, we feel different, heavier energies. We feel anxiety. We feel stress. We feel sadness and fear. Lower vibrations, right? That we're kind of working through. You don't feel any of that in heaven. You don't feel any of that with God's energy. It's the highest vibrational frequency that is. It's love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And so the responsibility of the cherubs is to hold the door open within your auric field energy, the energy that surrounds you, the energy that's within your physical body. Hold it open so that whenever you say of your free will, God, I want to be in the highest vibration that is, that you're open to it and you can feel it. So let's go to your Serafina, because I had never really studied that. And that was a whole new um, experience. I could probably go back and read that again and again, because I really connected to that. (laughs) But you say that in 2011, explain that. Yeah. So the seraphim is really kind of like the, the, they're all one group, right? The seraphim, they're another choir, another group of angels, but the kind of I don't want to say she's at the forefront. She's more like the speaker for the group, right? Okay. A lot of times is Serafina. And Serafina will talk about how the energy shifted in 2011. And it shifted because humanity is at this point where we have to make a change. Things have to change here for us to go 
in the right direction. And they're here to help us do that. Because when everybody here on earth is able to just do what they're called to do within their own heart, everybody's working on their own piece. The seraphim say no person here on earth has it all figured out. God didn't bless any one person here on earth with every single divine answer because the power is in everyone working together. So when everybody here on earth is doing exactly what they're here and called to do, that's when humanity makes a big shift. The seraphim talk about how we're in social media a lot and everybody's saying, oh, this spirituality thing is just a phase. No, not at all. (laughs) There are going to be over 14 waves of healers within our lifetime. And we're about on the third wave of healers right now. Think about that. What does that mean? They say that the attendance within Catholic church, Christian church, religions around the world is dropping. And where do people go? Spirituality is what you are. You are a soul having a human experience. You are a spiritual being, more than emotional being, more than, you know, learning, right? And mental, more than physical, you are a spiritual being. People have the need to connect with their own spirituality. That's not going away. And so the seraphim are working with a lot of people right now alongside Archangel Michael. If you see signs like 111 or 222 or 444, you're seeing the angel numbers. They are working with you to get a hold of your consciousness. Just like I said earlier, my dad got a hold of my consciousness to make that split so that I saw that there were two voices within me. Spirit is working right now with everybody across the board to get them to that same point too. Right. So let's go to the numbers, angel numbers. Okay. I'm huge. (laughs) This family is shouting out, Four, four, four. My <laughs> husband's in his office. Two, two, two. One, two, three. I mean, it's nonstop. I have a whole a, fr- a tribe of my beautiful angel friends. We're sending them all day long. It's like a contest, <laughs> but yeah. it's gotten to be so. I mean, rampant. I really don't miss much. I get the get a most of the day. And I was listening to a podcast that you were on today, which really was like, oh, I love that way of thinking. It's when you when explain that because it's so I want all my listeners that know this that are so into these angel numbers where it's becoming so that's where I feel like my oneness my vibration I I realize like wow I'm really high vibration I'm living in that place where I ideally want to be all the time mm-hmm. when I see these numbers and I'm like the way that you describe it you go because I could see I could tell your story <laughs> I need to stop No, 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 I love it. You tell it so well. What it is, is about consciousness. So think about this. From the time that you grew up until what point did you realize that there's really two voices within you, not just one? Most of us grow up thinking that we are our thoughts. We are our feelings. We are our emotions. And what happens is we all get to this point. That's what awakening is. That's what enlightenment is. Coming into this point of realization that there's a second voice when people say, listen to your heart, listen to your gut. And it's consciousness. 
it's, it is thought. And that's part of what your soul is. Your soul is vibrational frequency. It's also thought consciousness. So when you think about these angel numbers, it's really about getting your attention and bringing you back to what are you thinking about when you see the angel number? What are you going through in your life where you need a sign? Are you conscious that you don't have to be thinking away your entire life with that monkey mind, but you're the observer of your thoughts? Mm -hmm. You talk about how 99 or 95% of the human race is living in that place. Yeah. Yeah, of subconscious mind. Right. They're not aware that they can be the observer of their thoughts instead of their thoughts and feelings themselves. Because if you really stop and watch your thoughts throughout your day, you will catch yourself doing so many subconscious activities that you did not realize because your thoughts drive your actions. Right. So here you are, you took your class, you couldn't believe the, what you were seeing and you describe it as a rainbow, you, a horseshoe or something, right? When you saw that, when you see your vision of the angels and everybody. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working with you in a session. I can see angels, guides, and loved ones in a U shape behind your head. Yeah. And they're not small. They're life size. They're just right behind you in a U shape. And you see orbs. I do. Yeah. You can see over a person's shoulder, over their left shoulder. Let's see. I'm terrible with left and right. No, it's this over is my left. This is my right. That's your right. Over your right shoulder, I can see orbs. And those orbs are people that you're supposed to connect with here on earth to help. And what Spirit will talk a lot about in my sessions is if you're not following your intuition, what's calling to your heart, where you're supposed to be in your life, then the people that you're here to connect with in life and help, whether it's you're a painter and somebody's supposed to be inspired by your art, or you're a mathematician who's supposed to found a new theorem that somebody else is going to build upon in the future. There are healers in all lines of work, but if you're not here doing what you need to do, then the spirits, the souls over your shoulder are not going to be able to do in their earthly lifetime what it is that they need to do. And I think a lot of people aren't consciously aware of that. When you talk about purpose and how we all come here for a purpose, and a part of your book I re was reading that we don't leave without fulfilling our purpose. It kind of works like this. A lot of people will say, Julie, well, then how do we have free will here on earth if spirit knows everything that we're going to do? There isn't any time in heaven. Right. And so if your grandmother, let's say, Ashley, is on the other side, you do have a lot of motherly energy. Mom's still here on earth? Yeah, my mom's still here. But her mom's on the other side? Yes. Okay. And her husband is on the other side with her because they're holding hands? Yes. Okay. Uh, when, remind me of the question. Because she's coming through <laughs> with messages. <laughs> Funny. I'm just like in tears now. I forget. What were we talking about? I know. Um, she's going in a different direction. Do you have the daughter? I have. Yes, I have two daughters. Okay. 
The older one, how old is she? She's 16. Okay. Can I bring through messages for her? Oh, I would love that. Okay. What's she going through right now at school? Because she's very much presents in a way where I feel like she's smiley all the time. I feel like she presents to the world. They're really telling you to talk her up behind the scenes because she self-doubts a lot and there's a lot of perfectionism. It's nothing that you did as mom. It's who she is as a soul, Mm -hmm. but it's one of the lessons that she's here to work through because that perfectionism can so get in our way sometimes, Right. right? And so they're saying you can't build her up too much. Does that make sense? Yeah. And to really probe into her because she needs help going deeper And she doesn't realize that it's by asking the questions that she can go deeper within herself. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. I always say, we text back and forth from school and she's getting ready for a test. And I'll say, ask your angels for help. And then I say, I mean it. (laughs) You need to (laughs) go deep. Ask away. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Oh, you got me. Both Um, of your girls have big spiritual roles to play here, and they're going to be taking the baton that you have started and doing more with this within their own work. I I love that. You know, they have, um, they've learned from me. I had them when I was 37 and 40. And like I said, I was like this woman seeking to learn all this, you know, wanting to see really who I truly am. I was probably right seeking that. And I've really instilled in them the tools to the mindset tools and, you know, all the, the spiritual, you know, everything. And they have a platform called they, that they created to help their peers. And, you know, I, I watch that and I see, a, you know, where it's not, I don't want to say the word struggle or it's like forced, but sometimes when you see where the kids are these days, Mm-hmm. And I know what my girls, like they're, they're just motivated and doing what I do, you know, cause they, yes. they do what you do, not what you say. Right. Yes. <laughs> so they're passionate about the same and it, their friends are like, what, <laughs> you know, I think at this time in the teenage years of what they're, where they're at as they're building their little souls, you know, purpose. Um, what do you see in your, cause your child, how old is your daughter? She's 11. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You're getting ready for the teenage. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of hormones, ups and downs, and right. I am learning to navigate it. But she's so intuitive. She is incredibly intuitive. And I'm just so proud of her because she will vocalize about it. We've kind of normalized it. I don't go really deep with her. I haven't because she's still kind of young and, but we got into this house. We just moved in about a year ago. And the very first night she comes up to me and she goes, mom, there's a woman in this house. And I go, what does she look like? And so she described it. The woman who had lived in this house before us passed away of cancer. And she described her perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so teaching her not to be scared of that energy 
that she was kind of just welcoming us in and her energy wasn't going to stay in the house, but making it not scary, not ghosty, kind of like the movies do and really showing them it's just loving, positive energy and how to connect with that has been really important in my role as a parent. Yeah. No, I love that. And I, you know, I see um, high school and middle school and what they teach these children. And, you know, I, I have a class that I teach that came from the podcast called Raising Confidence about teaching kids. I have a, a parent one too. So I work with both. And it was just an inspired thought. I listened to my intuition and just kept flowing and kept going, I guess, that this people are coming and, you know, that kind of thing where I'm really learning that. And, you know, when I see how that all starts to take the momentum, you know, and you see where the world is, what it's going through. But then I see, gosh, these people are hungry for this, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I know that you're starting a podcast in January with intuitive kids. And I thought that's just amazing. And what a, cause you're getting something, you Mm -hmm. see the need and what you can do for like, go there. Cause that's, I love that. That really well, I didn't really want to do it at first. Spirit's been telling me about this kid's podcast for the last three years. And I teach people how to do this work. I teach um, my angel Reiki school and I teach folks how to develop all of their spiritual gifts and fuse them together to serve through a business. And uh, I tried to pawn it off, you know, on different students, you know, this would be a great idea. Why don't you do this? And, and then they wouldn't do it. So I tell another student and um, Spirit's like, nobody's ran with this. And this has to get out. So you have to start this. So um, we've been putting it together for like the last year, the branding, the website, getting some episodes ready to launch and we're ready to go January 1st, 2023. I I have a vision of having camps or, you know, I mean, I can say going into schools, but um, eventually, but I can, I have this like, oh, summer camps where they come and they learn all of the meditate and, you know, all the things that I think would be so amazing in the school system. Oh, but, it's so needed. Oh, so needed. Oh, yeah. I want to go back to this. Another thing that just flashed in my mind of all the thousands of lives we've lived, right? Yes. And I'm sure you've done past life regressions mm-hmm. where you've seen your past and what oh, you've yeah. done. And it all is a reflection of what your passion is now, right? Have you always been a healer? Yes. Priestess in Egypt, way, way, way back when, was midwife in France and a healer, herbalist. And yeah, all of them tie back into healing. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, mine are teaching. Mine's kids, always kids. So funny. And they all kept going. I'm like, geez, I'm still doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no wonder I'm so passionate about that. So you go to, this is where I think was amazing too, was when you knew that you wanted to start doing readings and you, the inspired thought was give five gift cards at my daughter's school. (laughs) And then it just like went to crazy town. (laughs) I know. Well, this was the wildest thing. So I did a really long in-person energy healing program, was very thankful for that, graduated. And upon getting my certification, kind of walked out the door and was praying on the way to my car, in the car, 
okay, God, I've got this certification. Now, what do you want me to do with it? How how do I even get clients? And I heard on repeat, because sometimes if they really want you to do something, you're not going to hear like a whole paragraph, you're going to hear one statement repeated over and over and over again. So I heard put five gift cards in your daughter's fun fair at school. So it was her first year at elementary school and I called the school and I said, well, when's the fun fair? And they said, it's three weeks away. So I go, okay, well, who do I call to give like a gift for the fun fair? call this person. So I brought her over five gift bags, you know, with these gift certificates in them. These women win these gift cards at the school fun fair. Now you got to remember, I'm still in my egoic mind a little bit, not trusting. And I'm thinking to myself, what the heck, God, like five gift cards? What is this going to do? So I give out those gift cards. Those five women come in within the first couple of weeks. They're like the people within our town who are the most beautiful, outgoing people you've ever met. They talk to everybody. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) And so I swear it was those five people coming in. They sent me more people and then those people would send me people. I was booked out within six months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's but see when that happens where you like, you know, you know you're on your path. You have that feeling like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. Yeah. I always feel like I don't think that this is maybe actually true, but it's just the way that I live my life. That spirit could take it away at any time. That if my intent isn't correct and if I don't stay humble and really remember why I'm doing this, then it can disappear at any time. And I think it is that thought alone that just brings me back to center myself every day and just follow exactly what spirit is telling me to do. This week I went to go get Botox. (laughs) (laughs) And the woman that was doing the Botox was somebody brand new that I had never met before. And so I'm in the chair and her grandmother and her dad are there from the other side and they're talking about her brother. And they say, please bring up the brother. Please talk about the brother. There's something going on with the brother. She needs messages. So I'm like, oh, I just, I live in the most religious city in Illinois. And it can be hard sometimes to bring through messages to people who aren't open to it. So I go, this is what I do. Can I bring through a message? And she goes, sure. And sure enough, she needed those messages because her brother's going through something really big. And then yesterday I was in meditation in the morning and spirits like right now you have to go live on Instagram. Somebody needs messages. So I go, okay, well, I go over and there's a gentleman whose dad just passed away and he's really, really struggling. And so I got to connect with him yesterday and give him messages live. And then afterwards I got to connect with his family. They messaged in. And when you follow, you know, you just humble and your intent is the maximum benefit of every soul you get to meet with. I think that's where the magic is. Yeah. Well, you know, on your podcast, when you interview people that have angel stories, and I listen to those a lot because they're, you know, reassuring and I don't know, they just makes you look for your stories, right? Like it just is a great reminder. And it's your authenticity, your real, like 
an earth angel. Like I always, even at the beginning, three years ago, before I really dove into your book, but I thought she's like, no wonder she has a podcast called Angels and Awakening. She's an angel. (laughs) You know, you just are that. You just embody that, you know, but when you talk about even the, the wings of the seraphim angels are long and thin, like you can tell that when you see them and you're looking at them in this little U shape. Yes. And you can pick them out. You can see Archangel Michael. You can see Raphael. You can depict that. You can see that. Archangels have more of like the wider traditional wings that you normally see on angels. The seraphim have, they're very, very beautiful. They're almost mirror, what is that word? Iridescent and shimmery, Uh but they're longer and they're thinner, but just as miraculously gorgeous. In the book, when you have that, you get that relationship and you make sure you're just focusing on Archangel Michael at one time. And so you can really understand his energy Oh, okay. So what you're talking about is how you get to know the angels because so many of them. So really there's a lot of archangels that are working with us. There's the seraphim, the cherubs that I cover in the book. And let's say like there's 35 angels in the book. Well, the angels say to tell it to you like this. If you went to a family party, like my family party, and met all of my family members, 35 of them, If I asked you who was so-and-so afterwards, you might be able to name a couple of people and what they did, but you'd be overwhelmed by getting to know them all at once. When you work with the angels, the angels will purposefully come into your life one at a time. So when I'm teaching my students, my student will be like, man, I'm so bummed, Julie. Like I'm just working with Archangel Gabrielle and they're the only ones coming in right now. That must be the only angel I work with. No, if you (laughs) can work with one angel, you can work with all of them, but they're not going to overwhelm you like that. They want you to get to know them one at a time because as you, like if you went out to lunch, with each one of my family members, 35 of them, one lunch at a time, hour and a half, two hours getting to know them. At the end of six months after you do those lunches, I'd be able to ask you and you'd be able to say probably something about everyone, right? That's what it's like to really get to know the angels. You can't want to binge it. You can't want to just like rush it. You have to deepen. A lot of spiritual work isn't going wide and learning a lot. It's going very, very deep within topics or getting to know who's on the other side. When you have a student, see, by the way, I'm really like being called to the Reiki angel. Um, Yay! Healing the angel program. Reiki school? Yeah. yeah. I'm getting, I was saying that when I bought the book a couple of weeks ago, I said, I think I'm being called to that to that program. It keeps calling me. I just know when things call me, I just know that I'm listening, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm being called to you. Oh, yeah. I I created that program because I went to a bunch of different spiritual conferences and with big names too. And they're wonderful people. There's a lot of people from the 90s, from the 2000s who will tell you, stay in your lane. If you're a medium, stay in your lane. If you're a hypnotherapist, stay in your lane. Counselors, 
angel messengers, everybody's got to stay in their lane. And spirit goes, that's a bunch of hooey, right? That's a whole man-made concept. They need people to understand that you have lots of spiritual gifts. That's the best thing about you. You're a gift is you're a teacher, right? Your gift is you're a speaker. Those are two amazing gifts. You have other gifts too. Fuse them all together. Right. And that's where, that's where we're really helping people with our natural abilities when we take all of our gifts and fuse them together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I think I go back to being a mom and at this stage, and I know you'll get into that too, is it's a gradual thing, but you know, you want them to know they have these gifts, you know, and I know it's a a natural way of letting it come. And I didn't have that growing up. So I didn't, and and now I'm thinking, well, I have it. I got to give them it, you know, (laughs) you know, it's like this, I want, it's like now Paige has a year and a half left. How can I instill in her all these little things? I know we'll be together forever, but I think, tell me your thought, because I know we're all in a soul family. We all have, um, what do you call them? You call them a soul family? I forget what you call them. Yeah. Yeah. We have um, soul families on the other side. We've lived thousands of lifetimes and you can't bring through, if you have a hundred kids that you have from past lives, you can't bring them all through here. There's a lot of them on your spirit team that you you don't know of. Right. When you look at me, do you see, or do you block it out when you come on to an interview? Oh no, you can tune into somebody's energy. It's right there when I'm in a session, but sometimes when I'm in an interview, there's just like nuggets of information that are coming through. Like they've said this about five times. Have you written the book yet? Because you're going to write a book too. Okay. Now you're going to make me cry. I have, (laughs) all I do on my, on Instagram or whatever I'm looking at the last two days, has been write a book in 30 days, how to write a book, how to write a children's book. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Isn't that funny? (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the other thing that you can see. This is how I see it as, as a healer. And this is why I developed the Angel Reiki School too, because there's a magic that happens when you bridge intuitive information, being able to bring through messages and energy healing. And this is what I mean. So you have three bodies of energy. You have the physical body that energy is stored in. You have the chakras that energy is in. And then you have the auric field, which is like if you were a sun and you have these energy rays extending out in all directions, your auric field is really big. And so in the outer edges, very far away from your body, the outer edges of your auric field is a space where the realm of all possibilities for your life float there, right? But then as you choose with your free will what you're going to do, that energy moves closer and closer to your physical body. And this is a very subconscious thing for most people. So when I look at somebody's energy, like your auric field, and you have the book, like, right an inch away from your skin of your body. That means that you have manifested it. And once you have it there, you're going to pull it in through the chakras into the physical body. And that's where you're manifesting it. So you're making the decision. And as soon as you make the decision, yes, I'm going to write the book. Boom. It's going to now be within your chakras. Wow. How long did it take you to write your book? Three months. And it was all 
just, I mean, I, I read it, so I understand it's your story too, but is it where you just had it, it just started coming? You just knew how it was going to flow? So I sat down with spirit and I said, what do you want the topic of this book to be? And I said, what do you want this book to include? All the different parts of it. And then I took those parts as chapters and I would sit down and I would say, okay, this isn't me. Like this is channeling. What other side, what do you want to like pour through? And there are things that came through the writing that I have never thought about before in my entire life, but they just had to pull these pieces of wisdom through. And that's how it happened for me. I would just sit down, here's the topic, and then just start typing and the entire chapter would just come out. Wow. You know, you were talking about in this one podcast with these women that were talking about like, it was a little bit more business, but they were talking about how, where the world's going and all the, how you see the world going and where the angels say the world's going and how you have that communication. You, I mean, we're coming to the end. Can you want to end on that? And then we'll tell everyone how to find you. Yeah. So I think that we all know within our hearts that we're in a space where things have to change, right? The egoic mind, though, is always going to make us want to fear the worst case scenario, right? I don't see us going to the worst case scenario because we're awakening at such a high speed. We're looking at the angel numbers and they just said, look at the clock and it's 255. (laughs) We're seeing the angel numbers. We are paying attention. We are listening to our hearts more. We're taking action on the calling of our hearts. And as long as we really keep doing that, we're going to keep walking in the right direction. We just have to follow our own energy. And that takes returning to your own energy. That's a process of coming home to yourself. And we have to be patient with ourselves as we make that journey. I mean, I, I look around, you know, I go to school and pick up my girls and I you, you know, I'm I'm a lot of the time is at home. So, or go to the grocery store. Let's do that. I go to the grocery store and I'm just open and I'm looking around and have an awareness. And I'm thinking in my mind, you know, at the time where everyone's wearing masks and, you know, yeah. doing this whole thing and we're, we're all fear-based and we're lo- closed in. And, and then I see like the mask coming off and I'm looking at it like, and I'm looking at it as a mirror of me. Like I'm opening up, I'm opening my my energy to seeing what is supposed to come like the book thing for an example like that's been in my head for like the last two years but it's had the last week has come into it so much Mm -hmm. so for you to say that it was like huh but it was my openness right like and I don't know why but but going back to the grocery store I look at everybody and I can see their thoughts going through their head they're negative they're this they're you know, living in this, your mind, the egoic mind. And I would say out of the, I get one lady to talk about, I said the numbers on the thing, it was one, one, one with the amount of whatever it was, the groceries. (laughs) And I wanted to see if she kind of was like, yeah, do you look at the numbers? I go, the girls go, mom, she's your friend. (laughs) She could be your friend. But you know, it's like, it's a very, it's not a big amount of people that you know, that are connected to that oneness that you talk about so much. 
What is it going to take for that 99, (laughs) 95% or whatever to just our vibration and keeping our, that oneness vibration that you talk about so much. Yeah. Keeping that being responsible for your own, right? Yeah. I struggle with that too, because I was praying the other day, like, Lord, send me friends that are going to be, you know, true friends within my life. I have had a hard time with that. There's people who just want to be around you so that they can get messages and kind of bounce oh, things off of you all the time. And, and so I was really praying for that. And one of the things that I've tried to do for others to offer that space, because friendship is needed. You know, they say that scientifically we live longer when we have close friendships. I think it's us coming together with other like-minded people to lift one another up. And I started an angel membership too for people who are personally going through their own journey. We do a small group a couple of times a month to help you get to know other people, make friends there. We have intuitive circles in there. There's a lot of getting to know one another and other people in that space. And and I think it's finding places like that, that you can connect with other like-minded souls. Right. I believe that. I know. I, yeah. I mean, I have my, the clients that have come to me, not the kids, well, the kids too, but that I've really like, thank God that you're in my life. I would probably, and thank God for the podcast. It fulfills me so much. 100%. Just the last like week learning about you you've been my friend, you know, it's like, I can't explain it. Like, I feel like when I got on here, I'm like, okay, well, I know everything about you. (laughs) Do you want me to just tell you? (laughs) I think you're amazing. I know you're about your husband. He's a history teacher. I'm like, I know everything. Your sweet daughter, like you drive a Chevy. I mean, I, I, do. Really, I really know. I've like really studied you. Like I've been with you at your house up the hill that you're trying to drive this thing in the snow. Yes. I listened to that one lady that had the podcast about her free fear of snow. And I was listening yes. to that yesterday and I was like, I'm with you, Julie. Like, so that's oh. how, when I come into something like this, it just, I realize how it fulfills me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then I, and then we end in a couple minutes mm-hmm. and then Julie's episode is in the queue for the next few weeks. And then I'm on to the next, but it's just like, you've made an impact in my life and it you will forever have changed me. And I know I will be in your class. It's just a knowing, isn't that? But I love feeling and being led yeah. and just like not questioning it, not taking the fear and like always pushing past and just going, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. And if it's, I know if it's not, it will be you know, the breadcrumb will be on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's perfect. That's perfect. And that's all any of us can really do, right? It's not that we don't need one another or need other resources. It's that we don't need to push that when the answer is to be revealed, it will be. There's nothing that can stop it from being revealed with in us, to us, when it's divine time. Right. And I think that was what you were saying about purpose. I feel like you said, like, you're going to have fulfill that in one way or another in the divine time. You know, it's not always about how you, the, what you expect or what you you visualize it to be. It's let go of that and just trust and surrender and take the breadcrumbs. As they come a hundred percent. 
Yeah. And live in the moment. Yes. Yes. In the moment. I love this moment with you, Ashley. I have too. You're having me on. (laughs) You're so fun. I love it. Oh, you made my day. Okay. So Julie Jancis, Angels and Awakening podcast, Angels and Awakening book. Yes. Your website theangelmedium.com. And if you want to follow me over at Instagram at angel podcast, I never message other people. There's a lot of scammers on there right now, but if you ever message me on Instagram, I always respond. Okay. Anyway, so fun to meet you. You've made my day. You've made my last couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Now what am I going to (laughs) do? Oh, I love you. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget, always look for the magic.